In this episode of Not the Worst Podcast, we talk about the new Tony Hawk remakes, Unreal Engine 5 on the PlayStation 5, and new games for the Xbox Series X. Then we get a little nostalgic about the time we went to the Tokyo Game Show. Come join us. Welcome, everybody, to Not the Worst Podcast, episode 10. I am JD, and I am joined by my co-host, Anthony. Say hi, Anthony. Hi. Hopefully, this goes better than the first time we tried. Yeah, take two, right? Let's hope. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you wanted to talk about Deep Rock, right? Yeah, what I was trying to say in in our original intro was uh, Deep Rock Galactic is officially released. Uh, They announced it today on Twitter. I'll talk about champagne and stuff because they're excited I, I don't think that means they're done working on it i think it just means it's officially released out of alpha or beta or whatever is in our early access it is now an official release game you can pick it up on steam i think that's the only one launcher you can pick it up on right now is steam yeah um i think it's on consoles too i'm not sure yeah i'm assuming but it is out i'm assuming being an official release just means that they feel like they got it to a a good point right like it's it's complete yeah like you could play it the little story missions from beginning to end and collect what there is to collect but i mean that's an endless game i know there's people on there that are like in the hundreds of levels (laughs) from playing Mm it um and we're like level 12 so yeah we are that's pretty (laughs) exciting and we'll probably never be there yeah so oh crap pyro says my mic is fading in and out yeah it was it was before too. That's why we restarted our recording there for a second time. Cause yeah, your stuff's like, I don't know. Maybe you're losing a connection somewhere. And he's uh, he's exploring his mic now. So I'm just gonna keep talking and ramble a little bit while he tries to figure that out. But yeah, we love Deep Rock Galactic, and I think if you have the opportunity to play it, you should because it's a lot of fun. It's great. It's a great co-op game, right? So if you've got a couple of friends that are just looking for something to do on a Friday night. Uh, everybody grab a drink and step up to your computer and play some Deep Rock Galactic because that's what we did and we had a blast. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy you, it. A how lot. you feeling? Oh. You secure with your mic situation there? I guess I don't really know what's causing the issue because I haven't touched any of my settings. So unless yeah. it might be just internet connection today is an issue. Well, let's hope it's not too bad. I mean, it, it seems better now than it was the first time around. So I think we'll be all right. So let's jump in but to it our is, topics. Yep. Uh, the first one's going to be, and like JD said, I was going to talk about this one because I'm more excited about it than he is. Um, and I'm probably going to have like what those nostalgic glasses where you think something's really cool when you're younger and then you probably play it now and you're like, holy crap, this sucks. But uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remakes. Uh, it says remakes. So I don't know if it's remasters or remakes. Well, remakes probably just means, like you said, they're building it from the ground up. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, I think uh, they're trying to distinguish it between, like, because, like, like you said, with the nostalgic glasses, I think if you were to go play Pro Skater 1 and 2 now, like, the original games, you would do that. You would be like, this is awful. How did I ever enjoy this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... I think I think that's why they're trying to because yeah I've seen some people call it remakes and some people calling it remastered. They're trying to differentiate that to say we're building this on a new engine with new 
graphics and new lighting effects and stuff like that. So yeah. And that's what I think is cool. Uh mm. I never really played the Tony Hawk games. I was never really into games like that. Like um not just skateboarding, but like the snowboarding games or the biking games. I don't know. Yeah. They just uh, I I could never really get into them. But if these are being remastered and they're being released on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, I I'd probably try it out. I think just to be like, hey, now I know what this game is like on a better system. It actually looks really good. I'm watching the announcement. I didn't know they even had an announcement trailer yet, but I'm watching yeah. the announcement trailer, and it actually looks pretty good. Um, I'm hoping this elements I because. It's now in stunning 4K. Ooh. But anyway, holy the way it looks to compare to the original is garbage. <laughs> um, I think the only reason why I really got into this, it, um, I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah, you got the snowboarding game and it was the BMX game. And those didn't really, I didn't really like those too much. But something about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was different. You had different challenges to do. You could find collectibles throughout the map. And it wasn't some of the collectibles. You couldn't just like roll up to it and grab it. You had to do a tr certain trick to be able to reach it. And, and I liked things like that. And then oh, I think Pyro and I spent, they had your own park designer. You could create your own park. Oh, and we had a lot of fun doing stuff like that. I um, mean, you, you're supposed to skateboard through parks, uh, through cities, uh, through you use regular like benches and bridges and, uh, stairs to do tricks on and stuff and it the game and I don't know my brother and I just spent hours on that game I don't even know why we stopped playing it it might have been we just did everything you could do in it and we just put it aside and never went back and I was actually telling my brother about it today and he said something he goes the funny thing he didn't know about the remakes but he said the funny thing was he was just thinking the other day how he would love to go back to playing these games. And now there's a remake out, so he may just wait for the remakes to be released out. They... Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I mean, it's from the same people that did the Crash Bandicoot, Band bleh, Crash Bandicoot <laughs> Insane trilogy. Uh, and I heard a lot of good things about that remake, too. So um, hopefully they do a good job with it. should be interesting. They're going to add online to it, which the originals did not have because online well, wasn't that cool. big. When, right. Yeah. Online was not that big when these games first came out. Um, and it, mainly you did uh, local play where you hook up Xboxes or P PlayStations to each other and just play through, um, what was that called? Land, land parties. You wouldn't be able to really play over the internet. You had to physically be near each other. Right. So you'll be able to like so, skate together? Yeah. Like on the same yeah, skate map or whatever? It, it, That'd be that'd be more fun. That'd be interesting. I could do that. It's I wonder a, if it'll be cross-platform. It yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, it says it will support competitive online play, but the remake will also feature split screen. So they're going to bring back the old school where you used to get to sit side by side and play split screen with each other. And I ain't um, getting no COVID just for your Tony Hawk. Ain't gonna do it. <laughs> ain't gonna do it. You're gonna teach. You're going to teach Jean-Luc how to play and just have him play beside you. Please. He's too dumb. He'll never get it. Stupid kid. They are going to keep create a park. And now, and I forgot, you could also create your own skaters. So you can get some really weird looking skaters out there and have some fun with it. If I remember, you can unlock like cool or weird costumes like lizard heads and stuff. So I, I'd be curious if they're going to go that far into it. So fun. Um, 
Yeah, so you, it looks like they're going to stay true to the originals and with obviously some modern updates like online play and obviously better graphics. They say it's going to be in 4K, which is leaps and bounds better than what it was when it originally came out. I think it came out originally on the Xbox and PlayStation, the original Xbox and PlayStation. Maybe the PlayStation 2. The 360, it was out before the 360 because I got the 360 when we were in Japan. And I used to play this back home with my brother all the time. So it was on the original Xbox, which we didn't have an Xbox. We had a PlayStation. It wasn't until I got to Japan I started switching over to the Xbox. So, yeah. The, it'd be really um, cool. I was going to say, it looks like they're going to make it... Like It's not like they're remaking one and then remaking two. They're basically remaking them together and letting yeah. you like jump in and out of each game, which is neat. Which is cool, because then you'll just be able to go. You won't have to like play through one and then get to the other. You can just jump into what you want to jump into, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, we uh, JD and I talked about this uh, before uh, we got into the podcast. Uh, the soundtracks, if anybody's curious, um, my bro- like my brother said, I actually don't remember the soundtrack that much from Tony Hawk's, and it, it may be just because it's been so long since I played it. But they said the original soundtrack, for the most part, will be back with a few songs that they couldn't get licenses to come back. So it sounds like the original soundtrack, as much as they could, barring license agreements, uh, the original soundtrack should be back. Um, Most of the songs made it into the game. There's only a small handful that we just couldn't get the licensing rights for. So it's a pretty full soundtrack and you'll get to hear your favorites like Gorilla Radio is in there, Superman, which is kind of like the anthem of Yeah, I think I kind of remember Superman being in the anthem I mean in all the Tony Hawks. Is it a remake or is it a remaster? So they even went in the step to say the did and it's a remake. So it's they're not taking the old games and putting pretty graphics on it. They're they're re, they're building it from the ground up. They're gonna try to stay as true as the originals while modernizing it. So if you guys are worried about that, there you go. Cool. That's great. Yeah, it'll be fun. And it's actually a good thing because I, I, I sometimes I appreciate when certain games are just remastered to look better than they were before. But then there's sometimes like okay. Remastering may not have been the best call. I would probably have preferred a remake, and it looks like they decided just to go with the remake this time around. Um, yeah, I just, you know, there's some games that I love, and I love being able to like play it. But I don't know, like remasters don't capture my attention usually. Because if it's a no, game that I really, really, really liked, and I see it being remade, and I'm like, oh, I could do that, then I start playing it, and I'm like, yeah, I've done this. I played this. I remember this. Like it's not. It's not nearly as fun the second time around, you know? So, yeah, Yeah, I appreciate that they're uh, completely remaking it. It's probably better. My brother was saying that uh, the pro skaters were on the OG PlayStation 1. So, that's how old the Tony Hawks are. This is back when the new disc generation of video games came out, when the Dreamcast was supposed to be a thing. The only one that was cartridge was the 64, and he had Xbox and PlayStation, so... Good time. It'll be interesting. We're going to talk about the new PlayStation 5, and we're going to talk a little bit about Xbox Series X, the new Xbox. Uh, there are two... for a console. Well, I don't know. Xbox One was pretty dumb when it was like the third one. Oh, I think my Xbox just turned on. 
I was just saying, <laughs> you still got the connect hooked up to it. Yeah, I guess it did. I guess it did just turn on. <laughs> you talking about me? Yeah. Are you talking about yeah. me? Yeah, he's like, say say my name again. Let's go. That's funny. Um, <laughs> well, uh, so let's talk about PlayStation first. Uh, the news with the PlayStation Five is that. Um, Unreal Engine 5 showed off a kind of a tech demo from Epic Games showing off the, their new Unreal Engine 5 engine, which if if anybody's listening that doesn't know this, and I'd be surprised if you're a gamer that doesn't, like the Unreal Engine is like the engine, right? Yeah. yeah. Like Everybody hundreds, if not thousands of games are built on the Unreal Engine. Like Epic Games has Fortnite now to make its money, but before Fortnite, Unreal Engine was its moneymaker and really still is. It's like the foundation of that of epic games really is the unreal engine so having a new one coming out they have to make it great and it looks awesome they had there's a video of it uh and you know we'll have links in our descriptions and stuff and the video just looks amazing there's awesome lighting effects yeah it's really beautiful um well so and and it's not going to be just on playstation 5 that's what they demoed it on and i think the point was to demo it on the new consoles to show what it looks like but it's obviously it's going to be for Xbox Series X. It's going to be PC. It's going to be mobile games and everything because that's usually what they do. That, I'm glad you said that. I was going to point that out. That when JD says the Unreal Engine is on everything, it is on everything. There are mobile yeah. games out there that run the Unreal Engine. So it's if you played a game, you played the Unreal Engine at some point, no matter what yeah. platform you've been on. Yeah, you might not even realize just how many things are run on that, uh, and. The, the cool thing about getting the new engine isn't just that new games going forward will be built on it, but your old games can be updated to it too, right? So if something's already, mm-hmm. if something's currently on Unreal Engine 4, it can be updated. I think Smite is on Unreal Engine 3. <laughs> so so maybe Smite could get an improvement <laughs> by upgrading to 5. Uh, so uh, it's very cool. They did say that it's not quite ready. They Apparently it's going to launch late 2021 so it's going to be like a year after the consoles come out but i think i imagine that's when we're going to start seeing the best games for the new consoles is when when they're being released on this engine it's going to be very cool that that explains what i saw then because i mentioned you brought up uh because we may or may not talk a whole lot about the xbox series x um i don't know a whole lot about the xbox my love for consoles have kind of Bane off a little bit, but um, the I saw a lot of people complaining on Twitter. Yes, we are. (laughs) I mean, look at everything I can do. I've created my empire through. Oh, I can swirl. (laughs) I I, I guess. Okay. (laughs) But um, I saw people on Twitter yesterday complaining about the recent showcase for the at least the Xbox is what they threw the biggest fit us about PlayStation. They kind of threw a fit about this says they brag about these things they can do on like new consoles when majority of the games when those consoles came out will not be able to do it. So that yeah. must have been what they're talking about. Like is the Unreal 5 is amazing, but none of the games are going to be able to use that feature until about a year after console release. Right. Yeah. Any, any games you've seen, any previews for new games or any game announcements you've heard about for the launch of these consoles. It's not going to have Unreal Engine 5. Not yet. But I imagine with if it's far enough along that they can do a tech demo like that, I imagine they have the infrastructure in place to make it easy to move up. Once. Transition, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and 
and that's pretty common with new generation consoles. Like we've even seen um, games that are going to be coming out for the Xbox One in the next few months will also be upgraded to the Xbox Series X when it comes out. So they they have development kits in place to help them make those kind of transitions. And that and that's always the rough patch with new consoles that, that happens every time. But like a lot of them, you know, like if you're into Madden, I've I I've already read that Madden is obviously going to come out on Xbox 1 because the Series X won't be out yet. Uh but if you get it on Xbox 1, then you can get a free upgrade for your Madden on the Series X. So it's like what they did with Battlefield 4. Battlefield 4 came right. out at the tail end of the Xbox 360 and yeah. then you could you can switch over if you wanted to the yeah, Xbox exactly. One. And that stuff's pretty common because it's, it's just it's kind of rough for a lot of these developers who have been working on these games for years just to release it in the last few months before a brand new console comes out. That kind of sucks. So Yeah, so then, that, then everybody's like, why am I going to buy it on this old console? Except for right. the few diehard... Um, there's a lot of guys that do get in gaming nostalgia and they like keeping their whatever. Some kids, the Xbox One was their first game console. So some may want to, they're getting to the L. That stuff yeah. could be collector's items someday. I keep all my, I have all my physical Xbox 360 games that I ever bought. It's like a huge collection just in this bookshelf behind me. I, I kept them all because I kept them all at the protest of my wife many times too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Because I don't know, maybe they'll be worth something someday, or maybe I'll feel nostalgic and want to dump them out. My kid was pulling them off the bookshelf the other day, and I was like, "Holy crap! I remember that game, like uh, <laughs> uh, Tom Clancy's End War. Do you remember that game? I was, loved that game. That game oh. was awesome. It was like the first one to like use like voice commands and stuff like that. Oh man, that game Which was, was so much the, fun. Actually, the voice commands actually worked really well in that game. Yeah. I remember that. I was. It was actually fairly smooth, considering it was one of the first games to do something like that. Right. No, I yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to go off on a tangent about Tom Clancy games, because then we'll talk about uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, which was an amazing game that they have never <laughs> been able to replicate ever. No. But never mind. No. We're moving on. Um. So we'll save that for <laughs> another episode, maybe yeah. someday. Maybe we'll have to rant about hey. the golden age of Tom Clancy games, like Splinter Cell. Ooh. The, the original splitter cells oh the like the first the first like two of them and then there came chaos theory which was n not as good but it had the multiplayer mm -hmm. oh, which was revolutionary at the time yeah, it was crazy and now they do that actually, kind of multiplayer all the time but it was awesome but, but before we get on the tangent which is actually fitting because um the last <laughs> the last topic we're going to talk about is going to bring us to a nostalgic moment. We're going to use it. So it's kind of fitting. We're already slipping into nostalgia with video games. But um, the last thing I was going to say is um, I remember what a lot of people complain about with the new consoles is a lot of the games are going to be still playing at 30 frames per second. And they're saying, okay, why are we still at 30 frames per second yeah. at console games? That's one of the things. And really a lot dumb. of diehard it is dumb. And a lot of console fanboys get really upset because the PC gamers hold that over. Let me play my game at 60 plus frames per second. Oh, man, I have to turn it down from 100 frames per second to do 80 frames per second. Man, that's rough. Yeah. I mean, my PC, my PC wasn't even that expensive. And I and I literally I am over 144 frames. Like my monitors are only capable yeah. of supporting 144 frames. So I have to cut it back <laughs> like. And these consoles are barely able to hit 60, 30, 
Like, it's dumb. Well, I did see something that said the Xbox Series X will be mostly at 60. But mostly, that's but a they're stupid not, they're thing really- to say. It should it should be minimum 60. Like, come on, yes. man. Especially, especially if you're playing a modern... Um, on a modern TV, I'm assuming the Xbox Series X is going to support 4K gaming right out of the box, just like the Xbox One X has now. And if you have a 4K TV, I write about this stuff every day. I literally wrote about a 4K TV today, and I can tell you that all 4K TVs have like a minimum of 120 motion rate. So what's Why? going on, man? Like, catch up. I don't know what the deal is there. But yeah, that, that is stupid. Well- and that's what they were saying. It's like they they brag. I guess the Xbox Series X and the PS5 were bragging about how they will be able to do 60 frames per second. But somebody I saw specifically tweeted says, "Why aren't the developers using it? Every game you announce is locked in at 30 frames per second. Why? If you have the ability to go above 30 and hit at least 60, why can't you do it? Why aren't they doing it? Yeah. And it might be because something like the Unreal that they, they just haven't had time to lock it in in their games." Um, so they're just going to wait until a late, like year after your console release and worry about 60 frames per second. Yeah. So. And that's true. That it could be with unreal that they're able to do that, but it's just, uh, that is pretty frustrating. I can totally understand why that would be frustrating. Let's talk real quick about Xbox since we're on the subject. Uh, yeah. cause we didn't really talk about the inside Xbox thing. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about it last week, but when we were recording was like a day before it aired. So this is like. This is pretty late in the news cycle for Xbox, but uh, so last Thursday they had an inside Xbox that was specifically about showing off the new games coming out for Xbox Series X. Um, usually these inside Xbox things aren't this advanced. One of the main things they did was show off all the developers, and there are tons of developers working on Ser- Xbox Series X games according to this conference, which is great. Um you know, they didn't show off nearly as many games as they have developers working on it, which probably just means stuff's not ready to be shown yet. Um, but just slowed a lot of that down too. So that's probably not helping with being able to showcase anything right now. Yeah. Um, but there are, were some really cool ones. The very first game they showed was really cool and it's called bright memory infinite. Uh, and I guess this one has been around for a while. It was announced before and got delayed or whatever. But it's a really, like, it's like everything you like in multiple video games shoved into one thing. Like, you literally, you have shotguns and SMGs, but you're fighting, like, a medieval dude in armor with a sword while you're standing in the middle of a (laughs) Japanese dojo. (laughs) Like, it's just, it was crazy. Everything at once. Yeah. When they showed that trailer, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome, because that looks awesome. Um but then everything got lame after that. <laughs> they didn't really have... After that, it got pretty meh. Bright Memory... What is it called? Bright Memory Infinity is what you should look up if you're interested in new games. Um, but then they showed off like Dirt 5, and I haven't. I didn't care about Dirt 1 through 4. Um, I didn't even know Dirt was still a series. Yeah. And then they had like three horror games. Like one of them was about being a vampire. And there was one called Scorn that is based on um it's not an alien game but it's based on the same source material that the alien was designed off of right if that makes sense so it yeah. like when i saw the trailer i was like is this an alien game are we going on an alien spaceship to fight xenomorphs or whatever it's not it's a horror game 
that uses that same similar motif. So it looks it looks cool if you're into horror games, um, which I'm not. I'm, so. I'm about to say I was say I'm about to say something that's very unpopular because I know a lot of people get into the horror game, especially with streamers, because it's it, it pulls in viewers. People love seeing you get creeped out, yeah. but horror games are being done to death at this point. And yeah, I know if Gilbert heard me say that. Gilbert heard me say that right now. He probably slapped me, but right. they, I'm sure he's looking forward to all of them. Yeah. And they don't, not a whole lot seem original. So they seem like recycled material. Like, I don't know how many games like um, Evolved are out now. You got Dead, uh, Dead by Daylight. You've got the... Uh, I can't even think of it right now. There's the games that you're... There's, there's like one Predator killer. Hunting Grounds. Is yeah. where you can be a predator and you have to hunt down a fire team. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Now they have the like one versus five non-synchronous multiplayer and it's everywhere. Yeah. When it used to be just like one or two games had it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and those games, I mean, I liked Evolve. Evolve was fun. But those games are so though. hard to balance. Especially after a while when they've started releasing more stuff. It just becomes really hard to balance. Anyway. Oh, the back, Wraith. The Wraith. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then Evolve, they released that Wraith and it was just like, all right, shut the game down. And then they did. So they listened. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, some of the other games. Actually, okay. So the Bright Memory Infinity looked cool. Uh, Assassin's Creed, they showed off, which... At the time, we'd already known it was coming out, but this was the first gameplay mm. trailer, so that's what people were excited about. And it looks cool. I think that might be an Assassin's Creed that I end up getting. I haven't gotten one in a couple of years. Um, the only other things that were really exciting to me were a couple of Japanese games. And I don't play a lot of Japanese games. Uh, I don't really have an interest in them, but I do know how popular some of them are, like the Yakuza series. And they have a Yakuza series game coming to Xbox, which is pretty cool. And then there's this other one called Scarlet Nexus. I remember seeing that trailer and going, this game is crazy. It looks like Jet Set Radio Future kind of weird running through city kind of thing. And it had like these weird plants that you had to fight plants with legs or something. I don't know what was going on in that game. I don't know what it's based on. If it's based on like a graphic novel or something, that game looked insane called Scarlet Nexus. So that was cool. But I think I saw something about that not that long ago. From from, but the problem is, it's just this was supposed to be like a showcase, right? This is supposed to be like Xbox Series X is going to be, it's going to be wow, you're going to love it. And then they showed off like, you know, a bunch of lame games that everybody was just kind of like, okay, thanks, thanks a lot, appreciate it. Not really that excited about it, but I appreciate the effort. Yeah, yeah. If it, like so, I saw on Twitter somebody's like. This is this was a really out of touch. <laughs> like they don't seem to really get it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think that's what's becoming the issue with the gaming industry as a whole. Is they they are kind of getting out of touch with yeah. what the the audience wants. But yeah, so they do. I mean, it's like they did talk about um, smart delivery, which is if the game has smart delivery, and that's like the brand tag that you'll want to look for if you're buying a game. If it says smart delivery on it, then you buy it on the Xbox and you'll automatically get upgraded to the Series X. So a lot of these okay. games are coming out for Xbox. So just look for that. If you're looking, if you want to make sure that you're getting it for the new console, make sure it has smart delivery. That's it. Yeah. Mostly boring. So that way, yeah, a lot of people said the, the Xbox showcase was very underwhelming. Um, and yeah, I, it really I think was. it irritated a lot of people. 
But yeah, and the last thing I'll add, because uh, Unreal 5 is part of this discussion because it was showcasing for the PS5. Um, they, they, I just want to say why this, if you, I'll put a link down in the description when I post this on YouTube, but if you don't want to wait that long, look it up on YouTube. Uh, they got videos demonstrating this game. Uh, that was a tech demo for this. Uh, they talk about how it's using photo photorealism on a par with movie CG in real life. And it, it does. It looks really good. Really so does. if you guys, are, it looks beautiful. I'm excited about Unreal 5, not just because of what it will do for the consoles, but I know what it will do with PCs. No offense, guys. It's going to be forever for the consoles to catch up PCs. PCs constantly get to upgrade. Consoles are, you have to wait like every so uh, three or four years before the next one comes out. So when Unreal 5 is going to be, in my opinion, more beneficial for PC, and you can say it's because I'm a PC master race, but it, facts are facts. I'm sorry. So, PC master race? <laughs> what? What? I don't oh. know, man. I used to be such I'm, an Xbox fanboy, though. Like, it's hard. We not used to, to, both of us. I know. And it's hard not to kind of like want to get excited about the Xbox, but then it's like, I'm, I'm not going to buy it. I'm, <laughs> I might. I don't. I just don't have. If it I find it you, if I find it used somewhere else that somebody's getting rid of it because sure. they don't want it for really, I'll probably pick it up. But that's, I'm not going to buy a like, brand new. You know, no, that's not going to happen for another year or two down the road after it releases. Yeah. Like you know, so it's. I don't know. Everybody should be on PC by now. Uh, okay. Before we get into the nostalgic part of this topic, I just want to yeah. talk real quick about this Kotaku article. Uh, so as you guys know there's a thing called COVID-19. I know. <laughs> big mystery. Nobody's really sure what's going on. Um, but it has led to a lot of cancellations in conferences. Everything. Like all the big stuff. I mean, obviously, even like live sports. But when it comes to video games, one of the ways, one of the things that's big for video games are conventions and conferences and stuff like that. Like Game Developers Conference and E3 has been mm -hmm. canceled and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so Kotaku actually put out an article because uh, they usually do it's this is right around e3 time and they usually put out an article talking about all the different beginning of june um, yeah you know like xbox and sony and nintendo and all the big companies and it, it kind of highlights their schedules for e3 uh so this is just called their non-e3 schedule and it has all of the <laughs> sort of i don't i don't know what you would call it like gorilla conventions like the underground convention like not these aren't real conventions or things people have done in the past but it's stuff people are doing to compensate for the fact that they can't go to E3 and things like that. Uh, and so they have a list of all the ones that are going to air, when they're going to air, and what they're going to feature. And a lot of them are going to feature new games and new demos. And, you know, it's going to be where some of these companies that would normally do it at E3 show off their stuff. So we're going to put this link in our description too. And you should definitely check it out because mm -hmm. this is going on all summer. And almost all of it is completely online. So you'll be able to check out all this stuff and see it all online and be able to get some interesting gameplay footage. If you're interested in the new consoles like we were just talking about, you'll be able to see new games from those. So um, just keep that in mind. It's very cool. I really like this article because it really... I haven't even heard of some of these shows. So it really kind of puts mm -hmm. it all in perspective. That being and actually, said... It, oh, go ahead. I was just saying this is probably a good thing because I'm sure we're getting to sound like a broken record. Say, hey, another thing's canceled by COVID-19. <laughs> right. So instead of doing an ep once an episode mentioning what's been canceled by COVID-19, now you just get a whole list and say, hey, what was supposed to be an interactive in-person view is now 
online. So yeah. now we just got it all on one link. We'll we'll add it to um we'll add it to the description of the podcast and for the YouTube video. So now just because we don't want to say every week that one little thing has been canceled doesn't mean we're not gonna this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what the reason why he's bringing this up is that's exactly what we're about to do. Hooray. Tokyo Game Show has been canceled. It has. Wah, it may not be wah, a big deal to a, wah, It may not be a big wah, deal to a lot of our <laughs> It may not be a big deal to a lot of our states have viewers, because that's the, the all five of them uh and listeners, but it's a big five deal. Five is being it, generous, I have to tell you. <laughs> Based on the stats that I was looking at, five is pretty generous for our viewers. Um yeah. Uh but yeah. Uh, right. I don't think a lot of people, a lot of gamers in the U.S. care too much about the Tokyo Game Show. I always did because it's usually a good way to see one or two interesting Japanese games that are coming out, especially role-playing games and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean... Because Japanese have a very different style of game in general right. for the most part. So they very got some really style interesting of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and like... I mean, obviously, people in the U.S., most of them wouldn't, weren't going to go to this live anyway. So it no. being canceled isn't a big deal. But for us, it does mean something because when we lived in Japan, which we did for several years, um, we went to the Tokyo Game we Show. We did. We figured it out. I think you went twice. I did go twice. I did. Yeah. Uh, and I went was, once. Yep. Mm -hmm. and it was very cool. Um, it was. I've I've never been a big fan of the conventions and the conferences and stuff. I I always wished I could go more than I have, but looking up the Tokyo Game Show was pretty exciting to me, especially since Japan was such a foreign place. Like it was couldn't couldn't even find my way out of a paper bag in Japan. Like I just I couldn't understand the language, couldn't couldn't read the train signs. So being able to even go to something like that was pretty fun, uh, especially because when you go there, you know. Like, it doesn't really matter if the game's in Japanese or not. A game's a game. Like, you can pick up a controller and play it, right? Anywhere in the world. Uh, so, there's kind of a unifying aspect in that in that regard. Uh, in fact, we we even got um, yelled at for playing a game. Uh, what was that game called? Coded Arms? Coded Arms. Is that right? Yeah. Coded Arms. There's like yeah. a shooter. Uh, and they had, like, sh the shooter consoles that you could go up and play with. And we just were like destroying people and, and we tried to like play again and like, don't stop. Just stop. Nope. Yeah. We, we spawn camped. We, yeah. we, we, we definitely like on our first or second game, we were just spawn camping people. We could not understand what the announcer of the game was saying, but we could tell they were not happy the longer the game went on while we played. We could, <laughs> we could tell they basically were saying F those guys that yeah. just... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like were, I feel like we revealed to... a weakness of their game that they had to like redesign. <laughs> like they were like, well, which was <laughs> well, the the whole purpose was it to show off this game and how innovative and exciting it was, and then we just ruined it because nobody could have fun while yeah. we played. It was funny. It was just it wasn't. It was two v two. I think they did. Yeah. Two, you and I were on a team versus yeah. two Japanese guys. Yeah, yeah, and I um, think another game. Oh, I was just gonna say like. You know, because it's not really... Shooters aren't really as big over there as they were for us. So, I think we just had more experience than the majority of the people there trying it out. But it was still funny. 
It was funny. And it didn't help their sponsor linear. You knew exactly where they were. That's why it made it so... I don't think they even had spawn swapping. I think they were just trapped. It was a one set spawn for each side. And that's what made it so easy for us to do it. So... And that 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 was an issue for them, so they asked us to not come back. And yeah. by I, I'm assuming they asked because they were speaking Japanese. They might have just told us to leave. Right. We had no idea what they were saying. We could just tell they were being getting angry, <laughs> like they were getting frustrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another game we played was Ninety Nine Nights. So that was actually an interesting game. That was a cool game. I think I bought that game mm. afterwards. We we both did. Yeah, that game was that game was a lot of fun. And yeah, I it remember worked. playing that at Tokyo Game Show, and it was just like. I've never, I'd never played a game like that before. Uh, I don't no, know. Was, I didn't know a... at the time if those were like common in Japan and we just missed the boat, but that game in particular caught my interest and was a lot of fun. I wouldn't mind trying it again, but you know, because I wasn't nostalgic, I got rid of all of my physical copies of the game. So you fool. I, I'm the only one I kept was the original Halo. Cause I'm like, this probably be worth something, but you know what happened? That got yeah, damaged and destroyed. Well, now it's on Steam anyway, so way to miss yeah, it out. Doesn't matter. Way to miss the boat. And it's been, it's been remastered too, so. Yeah. Yeah, so Tokyo um, Game Show was pretty cool for us. It was kind of it's one of the, like I mean that was 10 years ago, maybe longer than that. 15, 13, I don't know. 13 yeah. or 14 years ago. Somewhere 10 to 15 years, I don't know, but it's still like one of those things that we remember and it'll probably be one of those things I always remember. There are only a few things that I remember uh, from Japan. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all of it, but that's definitely one of them. Tokyo Game Show was pretty awesome. Uh, and getting it was, to go it was a lot of fun. I specifically remember because JD and I went because it was the same year we went to um, the New Year's celebration in Tokyo. Yeah. And the reason why it was just the two of us both times is our other friends, Gilbert and uh, Marvel, were deployed to the Middle East. Yeah. And so we're, we're like, JD hit me up and goes, hey, this is game show in Tokyo going on. It's a it's the biggest one in the country. You want to go? Sure. I was like, why not? We, we we like going to Tokyo in general. Now this yeah. just gave us another reason to go. So Yeah, and this and was we actually were, like we're gamers. A, it wasn't like even where we normally go. Like we had to find Mm-mm. a whole new stop to go find this convention center but yeah yeah being a gamer and living in japan it's kind of crazy to not go to the tokyo game show even if you don't understand at least what's happening it was a lot of fun and like i got i still pictures uh, show up on my facebook every now and originally they were posted on myspace because myspace was a thing and facebook didn't exist so they were on my myspace but i when i got a facebook i moved all my photos from facebook to our myspace to facebook so yeah i think back then facebook Uh was the uh the closed off one where you could only get it like for the colleges yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah um that's that's pretty much why we wanted to talk about tokyo game show getting canceled just to talk a little bit about our memories of going there you know we're we're not games journalists it's not like we got like a free pass to go in the back and play some games or whatever we just went and hung out and it was fun it was a lot of fun got some good food too because you know it's japan yeah, downtown I mean, Tokyo. Yeah, it was hard not to get good food in Japan. It's pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it's a different from what um I think a lot of gaming conventions are these days. Anyway, I mean, uh, we we talked about when we were mentioning the Xbox showcase about how some developers seem like they're out of touch. Like, I remember, was it last year, or the year before, where um. Bethesda announced the Diablo game and everybody got excited, but it was a mobile Diablo and people yeah. were pissed. So they were bad. so pissed. That was so dumb. <laughs> yeah. 
And like we were talking about earlier this week, uh, people were looking for information on Elder Scrolls Six. Oh uh, yeah. And like the guy, the guy's on Twitter, and he's like, "Elder Scrolls Six is years away because literally our next game is years away, and Elder Scrolls Six isn't even coming out till after that one." But mm-hmm. they announced Elder Scrolls Six two years ago. They did. It was so, the same time they did the uh, Diablo thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, it's just, it's just like imagining that Elder Scrolls Six is like going to be six years away is crazy to me. It's nuts. They even had a cinematic trailer for it. It was like a view of the mountainscape yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a whole lot, though. It was just kind of like no, overlooking was... a continent, and then it had the title, and you were like, ooh, yay, title. But And, yeah, he kind of chewed that guy out, too. He goes, since you apparently don't even know anything about Starfield, I, right. I am going to fail to meet your expectations. I was like, wow. Although, <laughs> you know, I'd love to see some info on Starfield, because if, yeah. if it's as grandiose as Elder Scrolls, has been or like the new fallouts were and it's in outer space like that would be awesome i would love that it would be really cool so all right that's it for our topics for today that yep. concludes episode 10 do you have anything you want to say for the outro no um just like i said keep like we say every episode use hashtag ntwp and dm myself or jd on, fa- on twitter our links will be in the descriptions um of the podcast site of your choice or youtube so check it out i appreciate everybody coming on by today and i really look forward the videos are doing better um i mean this week was only six last the last episode did better but they're consistently getting better so i we're doing something right and i appreciate you guys' support and if you guys enjoy or see any other topics um jd and i both have our professional lives and personal lives so we can't always be watching the internet for stories Sometimes things pop up, so if you see something that may be interesting, let us know. Pop culture, military, or video game related. So, And I hope everybody on Anthony's stream has really enjoyed my chest hairs. Because I just realized they're kind of like poking out right here. So, Your lighting is amazing too. Because yeah. you kind of look like a tan... Your skin kind of looks like a tan army man color. So, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking it. Hey, we can't all afford <laughs> fancy 4K cameras for our videos. Shut up. Hey, actually, they're saying my camera that I have is um, getting hard to find on the internet because everybody's buying them right now because everybody's trying to get into the streaming platform. Yeah. Uh, Twitch is now looking to brand out more because of how many people are getting into the streaming. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk Branch about out. that. Maybe, maybe we could talk about mm-hmm. that next week. Shh. Yeah. It's a secret. Oh, no. Shh. Sorry. My hands are. What is, what is on your hand? Are you working on a kit. car? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to leave before he says something else stupid. Uh, (laughs) Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Take it. Take it easy, everybody.